Hello, everyone, and welcome to Trico Tidbits. That's the show with the terrible name of the awesome guests. Uh, my name is John Yacoub, and I'm joined today by Edmund Lin. Edmund is an architectural specialist and a realtor, and he sits as a committee member for the Tri-Counties Young Professional Network. Edmund works to educate people about real estate and business through his online show, Real Talk. Edmund, how are you doing? Good. Uh, thank you for having me on the show, John. Hey, my pleasure. Did I miss anything in the intro? Oh, that was a wonderful intro. You said uh, uh, you make me sound a lot better than I actually am. <laughs> okay. You, you see, you see, you're modest. I don't always get that in guests, so I like it. There you go. So, uh, so Edmund, so you're trained. You uh, you've been trained as an architect. Yes. Right. Okay. So, I mean, what kind of projects have you been involved in in architecture? Well, over the years, uh, well, I, I've been working in the field for about um, eighteen years or so. So, um, and you know, I I get bored easily. Um, so I kind of hop around in my younger days and we've been doing a lot of uh, international projects actually. So funny she mentioned that actually um, I had a project in um, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, Egypt, uh, India, and a lot of them are mega malls. Uh, and later on I started doing projects in China. So they, they basically do anything from uh, residential projects to uh, high rises, mid rises, uh, highland homes, um, to basically general planning for schools and all that good stuff. And in domestic, you know, I've been working on um, commercial projects as well as some um, residential uh, low density and high density projects. So in general, wow. I've been everywhere. Yeah, you've got a broad, uh, broad base of experience, it sounds like. Yeah, I, I like to tell people that I'm a jack of all trades, but mess of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, now, now you've had that training as an architect. So what inspired you then to get licensed and to start a real estate business? Well, that's a great question, John. Um, a lot of times, uh, this is just what I think. Um, architecture and, and real estate, it's really inseparable. Uh, the, the whole concept of it, uh, you know, from conception into development and eventually, you know, selling the end products to uh, end, the end users, um, it's, it's, it's just uh, it's a streamlined process. So I've always, you know, gotten involved, you know, from the conceptual um, aspect of things, right? Planning, master planning, you know, uh, even all the way through construction, but I have never really seen the other end of the business where, you know, the, the beautiful products that you design gets to be uh, sold to um, the end users. So I've always been interested in that. And uh, so initially I wanted to just kind of look into that, pick into that whole industry. And then I realized, you know, getting to to be dealing with the end users is actually a much more fun process. Um, you get to deal with more personalities for one, and you actually get to work with the developers. So, um, so I, I kind of grew a lot more interested into that. I see. Okay, so your your interest in kind of joining the other side of the equation, so to speak. It is. It's. Uh, uh, I, I joined. I joined the, the 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 good side this time. Oh, the good side. Yeah. <laughs> That's at least that's what we tell you, right? Yeah, uh, I thought they say on the Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Okay. So now with the shutdown, and and home isolation is now in full effect again. Uh, people have been finding things that they don't like about their homes. They've been forced to stay in that space longer. Um, professionally, are you seeing more home renovation projects going on? I am. I, I've seen, uh, and even some of my friends, you know, they uh, out of boredom, they they start, you know, looking into, you know, aspect of their homes that they don't particularly enjoy. Um, but but it's a tricky thing because you know the contracts of these days, 
they're afraid of the whole COVID-19 uh, situation as well. So not every single one of them would come out actually work on your project unless, um, you know, the project itself, it's, it's, you know, has, has good enough uh, revenues uh, for them to generate. Um, so I've been seeing a lot of home improvements um, done by, you know, just the, the owner of the houses. Uh, so not not every single one of them done correctly, but nonetheless, it's it's, it's a step towards to have a better uh, a betterment of your life, right? Yeah, exactly. And and I do see that as well, especially out of boredom. You know, it's amazing uh, how that uh, that honey do list becomes relevant again. Yeah, it um, is. But 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 in general, yeah, people have been working on a home improvement projects a lot more these days. Yeah, and and now let's say that you yourself, okay, that's from from your perspective, you wanted to start your own home renovation project to increase your home's value. Mm -hmm. uh, from what you've seen, both as a realtor and in architecture, uh, what projects would you consider to make the most impact on both, like kind of how you enjoy your home, but also the long term value of your home? Right. Um, well, there there are a lot of people pushing for uh, energy efficient homes. So we're seeing a lot of people uh, putting into uh, insulations as well as um, just, you know, uh, changing the, the windows and uh, doors to uh, a low E windows, stuff like that, just to make your home a lot more efficient. Now that we're pushing for the net zero, right, for, the, for our homes, uh, energy uh, efficient. And I've also seen people adding to their homes, uh, as in, you know, adding to, uh, expanding um, their, their living room or adding another separate rooms not that they're spending a lot more time at home, they want to you know, have a separate office or something like that because the whole dynamic and you know, the requirement of the floor plans are kind of changing a little bit. Um, instead of having big and great rooms, open rooms, people are leaning towards having compartmentalized houses, right? Now that everybody is home, they're kind of stuck there. They kind of each want their own space. So that's something else people have been looking into. Um, the big thing though, um, people have been looking into is this thing called ADU. Mm -hmm. uh, accessory dwelling unit ultimately so uh, people want to do that as a separate home office uh, or they want to do that for future uh, future rental purposes you know to generate more income I see okay so but uh, let's let's drill down more on that idea of the, uh, the you said the ADU the accessory dwelling unit uh-huh okay so uh, a lot of owners like you said uh, i've heard are, are really looking at that option now they want to make sure that they can bring in some more rental income to kind of offset their own costs now right. what are some of the things that you yourself like that you would take into consideration if you plan to build like an a, a, an adu at your home well um i would i would advise folks who are looking into that to at least kind of do a little bit research or at least contact a professional uh, and get a better understanding what ADU actually is, because a lot of people think this is just something in, you know, in your backyard. Oh, I don't have a big, a big enough yard. I probably cannot do that. Well, that's a misconception because there's different forms of ADUs, right? There's uh, this thing called the attached ADUs, which essentially you're building a bedroom uh, above your garage, or you can convert your garage into an ADU, or this can be completely detached, like what we originally said, something in your backyard. And then um, ultimately, you know, there's a space requirement. There's a cap on how big of an ADU you, you can build um, based on your current square footage of your house. Um, and there's a, a, a review process, you know, and they, they may be fees that you can waive um, just, just, by, um, just, just, just by doing this thing, you know, like sewer connections and stuff like that. Um, 
garage, right? Like a parking garage, parking requirements, you know, different, different cities have different requirements. Um, so I would definitely talk to a city staff, a professional architect or engineer to get a better understanding of this before you consider doing a project uh, as such. Okay, so yeah, especially talking to uh, uh, city staff, people involved on the regulatory side, as well as talking to like an architect or an engineer to make sure that uh, you've got the, uh, the technical side down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just to kind of make this space more efficient. And then you do want your uh, addition um, to, to look beautiful at any rate. So yeah, I, I would definitely talk to both parties. Uh, and have a have a budget in mind too, because there's ADU financings. You know what, like what what you want to do with the ADU, uh, and think it through really. You know uh, what you want to do with it. You know ultimately, if you want to rent that out, um, most cities won't allow um, short-term rentals, but some cities do, and and that's something that you want to check with your, uh, your your city before you actually do such a move. Excellent. I mean, we really have to make sure you're not doing something that the city's going to come uh, come the next day and then ask you to take down. So no, you, you want to do something, and then and then later on you have a lot of explaining to do. So. Yeah, no kidding. So now, and obviously, we're not trying to uh, advise anybody in how to proceed, but we do want to advise them to talk to the right people. Now, you mm -hmm. mentioned talking to a good architectural architect or architectural firm or engineer. How do you know? In your experience, how would you know if you found a good architect or good architectural firm? Um, honestly, a, a lot of uh, architectural firms or engineering firms, they're doing um, a cookie cutters, right? Meaning that they have a set of plans, they just reuse that for you know, 200 times. Um, they don't really care whether that works for you as a client in particular. Um, so what I would do is, you know, I um, w when I consult an architectural firm, I would check with them and see you know, if they're willing to kind of sit me down and kind of talk to me about the whole process, help me to understand, you know, what, what this project is going to entail and, you know, based on their experiences, how long uh, it is going to take in their particular city, right? Like if somebody who has never done an ADU project in a particular city before, um, as an architect or engineer, they probably aren't familiar with the, the you know, re building requirement or planning requirement for that particular city. So you want to find somebody who's local, right? Uh, and then who has dealt with that city before and who's willing to sit you down, talk to you about um, how your ADU is going to perform for you. So those are generally good traits of a, a good architecture firm or engineer firm. Excellent. Okay, so I mean, they're taking your needs into account and I'm also hearing that they're, they're specialized in the area of what's actually gonna be required. Yeah, you'd be surprised because a lot of times, uh, like I said, every city has their own sort of a different criteria. So, uh, and, and then uh, a lot of cities are understaffed now because, you know, not every single one of them works directly at the city, as you may imagine, due to the um, mm. pandemic, right? Uh, and that's before, well, that's after the pandemic. Before that, you know, a lot of times, you know, their, their, their files are backed up. Uh, and a lot of cities have to outsource their uh, their uh, planning department to to you know to to people that are not even working at the site. So from what I heard, you know, an ADU project can take easily a couple months, and that's if you get lucky and approved in a, in, a, in a timely manner. Mm -hmm. um, so you know, just just how lengthy things can be, you definitely want to talk to the right people. All right, excellent. And, and who you work with matters, right? Yes. So, and that's so Edmund, what's, uh, you're, you've been, you've been involved in lots of different fields, including architecture, including now you built, you're building your real estate business. 
Uh, let me ask you, what's what's next for you? In case you're getting in case you're getting bored and you need to add more spice, what's next for you? I didn't mention that I get bored easily, uh, but you know these 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 days, um, I I do find this uh, process, the whole process for real estate pretty satisfying. Um, nothing. Well, I mean, you want to do a job. Ultimately, you know, that at the end of the day, that brings you happiness and satisfaction, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and nothing makes me happier seeing, you know, somebody in the need of searching for a perfect home, ultimately finding a home of their own, you know, that that, that joy on their face, it, it, it gets me every single time. Um, that and I want to connect with developers. I mentioned that a little earlier and uh, work with them because I want, I want to make sure, you know, the developers kind of knows what they're doing and then uh, design something that's, you know, that, that helps to beautify the city at the end of the day. Uh, this gets to be uh, owned by somebody who actually care and want to um, uh, maintain a, a good home. You know, so those are things that I, I as, as, as um, an architecture specialist or as a realtor, I think that's the responsibility that we should have for our society and for our communities. All right, that sounds good. And uh, now I do have a little tradition uh, for this show. You may or may not be aware of it, but I'm going to share my screen really quickly. And I've got a quote here from uh, somebody who's not that not that uh, not that well known. But uh, if you would deliver your most uh, your most dramatic delivery, if you would deliver if you would deliver most dramatic delivery of this quote on the screen, I would be very appreciative. Just read it loud out. Yeah. Whatever you are, be a good one. Excellent. That's Abraham Lincoln. So, and Edmund, I really appreciate you uh, being on the, uh, on the show today. I appreciate everything that you do for Young Professionals Network and for the community. So thank you so much for being here. It's my genuine pleasure. Thank you, John, again, for having me on the show. All right. Thanks, man.